0: Welcome back to the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. It's me, your host, OJ. How's it been, y'all? In today's episode, Keithy chats with Mike York from Pianos Become the Teeth. Their new album, Drift, is out now on Epitaph Records. Ghost Cult Magazine welcomes in Mike York of Pianos Become the Teeth. How are you doing today, Mike?
1: I'm doing great, man. How are you?
0: I am fantastic. Thanks so much for making Good. the time. Really great to chat Pleasure. with you. Pleasure. Yeah. So much to unpack. A lot of stuff going on with the band. Brand new record has been out about a month. Drift on Epitaph Records. The great Epitaph Records. What a time in the world. <laughs> so I know you guys just yeah. got off. I know yeah. you guys just got off a, a leg of tour, and everybody is kind of talking about the return of touring, and obviously not your first bunch of gigs, uh, but just the first bunch of gigs. You know, supporting the new album. But you know. Yeah. Just yeah. out of just out of curiosity, how did it go for you guys? Was it was it smooth? Was it challenging? What can you share?
1: Um, you know, it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, I think um it was challenging in the way that uh we a few members of us as well as uh one of the bands we were on tour with, I got COVID, so we had to cancel um, like the last four shows that included one of the festivals that we were looking forward to playing. So that was pretty challenging. And I mean, that's kind of a, the world we kind of live in now, you know, like we got to make kind of those concessions of that's what happens. Like it's, it sucks that that's something we have to do, but you got to be safe. You got to be safe with everybody around you and take care of those around you. And, you know, that was a challenge, um, having to cancel those, especially since these are the first shows that we've played and, since the spring of 2019. So we were really looking forward to being able to play play some shows and um yeah so that was a challenge the shows that we did get to play were great you know really appreciated people that were coming out i know that you know touring right now for a lot of bands and i'm sure you know a lot of bands talk about this but um you know it's tough right now because everybody who didn't get to tour in 2020 rebooked their tour for 2021 and then half of those got canceled so they rebooked their tour for 2022 and then half of the other people that were you know wanting to wait to go on tour were or, you know, going out on tour at the same time and then bands putting out a new record such as us are going out on tour at the same time. So, you know, there's a lot of uh definitely a lot of um, kind of issues that came up with uh, of that kind of thing where it's like, you know, you're there's a lot of oversaturated markets and people have to like fight to see who they want to see and who knows that the show's gonna happen. So because you know of COVID. So there's those kind of challenges, but All of that kind of on the back burner and just thinking about, like, playing shows. I'm just grateful that we got to play the shows that we got to. Seems like people are digging the record and the live show that we've kind of put together for it. So, you know, I'm really thankful for that.
0: Right on. And I'm so sorry you guys fell ill. And I'm glad you're through it now and looking forward to another batch of dates coming up pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, same.
0: Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I know that everybody's very fatigued about the whole last couple of years in the world and not just the virus, but everything else. Just what a weird, just totally everything. Right. Everybody is kind of broken. We all had a mass global psychotic break. So I know everybody's very yep. fatigued. Yep. We have to stay vigilant. I live in California. I was very lucky to go to a lot of shows right when things opened up, got the shots, yep, went to yep. every show I could, was very thankful yep. to get my life back. And then just not too long ago, before the summer, I went to like one show too many and I got sick. Yep. So it was really brutal. Yep. I had managed to avoid it for over two years. And it's just, yep, you know, we yep. just have to remain, You know, as much as we wanna
1: party, <laughs> we have to be yep, careful. Yep. Totally, totally, man, totally. So, and, and then you know the like, new world we live in.
0: Yeah, it's just the new reality. I know people hate that too, but it just is what it is. Uh, you know, there's two ways. Exactly. to Exactly. But in the meantime, I am really glad you got to do your thing because shows is what you love. And and then you like you said, the last shows you did were probably the last, the end cap tour for Wait for Love. <laughs> yep. And then go write a new record during the whatever times and have this record come out. So at yep. least you got yeah. This new record is is fantastic. I mean, you know, the band has always been very consistent, especially, we'll say, this second era of the band. I like to think of it in eras. What I really appreciate is, you know, it's kind of interesting. Epitaph is, you know, such a legendary label and they have stood, you know, hot. They knew what band they were getting, right? They didn't. They didn't. They knew you guys were going. They knew when they signed you, kind of the transition was coming and things. And you guys were looking to break away from kind of a very crowded scene, which you were, you know, immensely still those records are still very loved. I'm, I'm one of those people who loves uh those records and but at the same time it's like they've been really good at presenting the band you are supposed to be i know sometimes labels they they think they got bait and switched and they promote a band right as something they're not and epitaph is really I mean, you know i can't say enough good things about it. we work very closely with their pr all the time on all the releases so it's just really great to see that they know what band they have in you <laughs>
1: Totally. A hundred percent. Sorry, there's an ambulance driving by me in my pickup. (laughs) Um, But um, no, totally. And, you know, Epitaph has been a complete dream to work with because of that exact thing. You know, they've never, ever really told us no when we've come to them with a crazy idea or even with, you know, demos or something that might not sound at all like you know the we signed to them in 20 it was like 20 20- Thirteen with the record coming out in twenty fourteen, and you know it's been almost ten years that we've been around with them, and they they have always been unbelievably supportive of every move we made, and you know even when we sent drift like the demos to uh, you know Brett and everybody at Epitaph for this, they were excited, and when we sent them the rec the final record, I mean Brett had just such a glowing glowing uh, you know. Kind of email that he sent back to us that was just it really meant a lot and you know that that label has always been so great across you know over decades of putting out incredible music but they've always been so great at letting bands just be themselves and just build uh build how they want to build and you know it's it's really cool it's, it's an honor to be a part of their roster
0: so killer so killer and yeah i mean you know it's just that i could do a whole bunch of podcasts just on that label and how and how they change the whole game and they're still you know again a lot they allow a band like your band to just kind of be who you are and and not metal totally and it's cool to hear that brett is still personally like brett is involved still very heavily so that's oh
1: yeah
0: super good yeah yeah
1: man yeah he uh he has been some of the my kindest words I think we've ever received as a band have come from Brett. So, I mean, he is, he is an incredible person and he runs the label. Like he runs the label like you would expect, like in the best way. Um, Like I said, giving every band their due, giving every band whatever resources they might need. We have personal relationships with many, many people that we've worked with, Christine and Matt and like just so many people that we've worked with over the years. And they've been a dream to be around. So, you know, it's, it's an honor to be a part of them
0: so good to hear so good let's unpack drift a little bit right because you know every every band says like my latest record is my best work that's what you're supposed to say i always think of it like the bull durham speech (laughs) that tim robbins gives right like oh just glad to be here and help my team in any way i can and you know listen you've been (laughs) at this a very long time as an artist right and you know i feel like the journey of the artist as much as you want obviously you want to make a popular record that your fans resonate with but it's got to work for you you first and foremost. Then you guys are, all you know, pretty much had the same lineup for a long time. Also, mostly. So I yeah. think, like you know, I think it's really you know it's interesting to talk to veteran bands, bands that have been around. Like, what is the process like today versus back in the day in terms of when you guys come to, together or to create a re- record? Do you all come in with your own parts? Do you jam in a room still? What's that process like?
1: Uh, well, especially for this record, it was a lot of everything. A lot of um, you know using um you know originally like when we would go and do something say lack long after or even keep you really yeah it would be us kind of jamming in a room somebody comes with a riff and says oh great yeah that's a good idea let me think of a part they play their part add a part and you know slowly just build on top of each part from from the previous part but this record was a little bit different in the way that i think a lot of us were exploring at least Personally, I know this is a big thing for me, exploring kind of feelings and textures versus just writing a guitar part and being like, oh, this is a great guitar part. Let me bring this to the band. Like a lot of it was, um, we'd have a, like some weird, loop going from this thing that chad might have made that was a you know a weird percussive loop that he found that he would jam a guitar part over and then we record the guitar part and mangle up the guitar part to make it into something different and then just have kyle sing over it and try to come up with something that's like oh that's a cool vocal hook now let's write something around the vocal hook really just trying to use every kind of resource that we had between different since stuff or we're, we're me and david our drummer and chad are all kind of recording nerds in a lot of way we all run into like we use ableton and do a lot of like just kind of mechanically messing around with stuff and just try to make make stuff and just try to see where it's going to go not necessarily need it to be like a guitar song or a drum song or whatever but for this record especially i mean There were a lot of moments of, yeah, getting together in a room and jamming and doing stuff. But we actually would spend most of the time going away to... My uncle owns a cabin that's kind of in the middle of nowhere in Bay Virginia. And we would just go up there and hang out for like a week at a time, get a bunch of food and just... (laughs) Hang out and just write music in the morning and then record it all. We kind of would make these makeshift recording studios and uh, record it all and then, you know, start making lunch, listen back to the demos, talk about what we thought about them. We had a giant whiteboard that we would just like, oh, I really like this song. We actually got to a point where we were like grading songs like you were in school, like, uh, I kind of give this one like a C. Plus, and it's like, okay, well, why? Like, what about it do you not like? And a lot of this record was. You know, yeah, well, we attempt to always just kind of strip away the ego with a lot of this stuff and know that if somebody says they don't like your part, it's not a personal thing. It's just it doesn't serve the song. And I think that we really leaned into that a lot on this record. It's kind of allowing everybody to have their voice heard on everything. You know, it's like I'm not a drummer, but. You know, on this record, if David was playing something that I really wanted him to play and sounded awesome, it would be like, oh, instead of you changing this, I really want you to keep doing this. And I think it really benefited us in the long run because we actively were writing things and creating things that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have before, uh, or maybe it would have been just too left field having somebody come in with a a little loop of like these weird bell sounds, and it's like, yeah, that's cool, but I don't know what we're going to do with it. And that's probably what we would have done on a lot of previous records, but on this record, it was like, okay, if you really like this and there's something here that you really love, then we should explore it and see what everybody thinks. So the process for this was a lot more free, I think, a lot more just let everybody do anything they want and whatever sticks on the wall, let's kind of chase those things.
0: Nice. And I really appreciate that analytical touch there. I think there's something to be said for that. And, you know, it's your, Mm -hmm. it's your, your, your songs are like your children, you know, like they are, you, once they're done, you live forever with them except live. Right. And so that totally, that piece of plastic or that piece of vinyl lives forever. Yep. I I thought it was really interesting and cool that you guys went back to Kevin Bernstein uh, as a a producer. So I wanted to kind of talk about what does he bring to the table now that, you know, versus then I'd love to hear about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, what's funny is like, I think the best part about it is almost nothing changed over the last, you know, uh, it's been over 10 years since we've worked with him um, doing lack like long after in 2011. And, you know. The thing that is incredible about Kevin is, oh, there's a bunch that I I could talk about him. I could do an entire podcast just on the recording of the record with Kevin. But the dream about working with Kevin is that not only is he going to be a straight shooter with you, is that he's not going to, um, he's not going to meddle in anything that, he doesn't feel like like if the band is like, yeah, we're really stoked on this part or really stoked on this song. Kevin's going to be really good at saying, all right, let's experiment with everything until we get it to where you guys are a hundred percent happy with it. And he never really becomes fatigued with that when it's like, we can be really nitpicky. And if people could have been a fly on the wall in the studio to see it, I mean, it's like, really nitpicky to certain things where it's like, oh, I really don't want this little guitar click in here. Oh, that bled into another track. Okay, well, I guess I need to re-record it. And a lot of engineers and producers would have been like, yeah, I don't don't think that uh, we shouldn't waste our time doing this or we shouldn't, you know, we should just move on or try to like kind of put their spin on how something should sound. And Kevin's just not that. Kevin has incredible taste. He's a purist when it comes to recording. So like... You know he makes records the way that a band sounds if you come see our band live it 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 sounds the way that the record sounds that we did with kevin because that's exactly what it is not saying that you know our previous records we've done stuff with jay robbins we've done stuff with will yip um you know we've done other producers but kevin i think is able to capture kind of this volatility and rawness but is also able to kind of capture the uh intricities that our band really rely on. Cause I mean, in my brain, we're very much a rhythm based band. Uh, David and Zach are very much a, a driving bass and drum unit. Um, and I think guitars are always creating the bed of kind of this, this atmosphere, this feeling. And I think there's are there are guitar driven songs, but I think for the most part, we're a really rhythmically driven song. And I think Kevin is so good at capturing a band's live energy even if it means that there's going to be a hundred tracks on this song he's still really good at capturing the feeling like you're standing right in front of us doing it and he never said no to any weird ideas that we had which were God knows we're plenty. I mean, an unreal amount of things that probably would have put most engineers in the grave, but like he worked on this record with us for literally almost a year. I mean, most bands spend about a month recording a record and Kevin pretty much let us commandeer his studio from January of 2021, all the way through almost October. So you know, Kevin really worked his ass off and would mix stuff kind of nonstop when we would come back and forth with it. And he did the same thing when we were doing Lack and Old Pride. I mean, he he is a relentless in the best way, a relentless engineer to make sure that when the band leaves and has that final mix that they could not be happier with it. And it it, it shows I'm I'm beyond happy with the way this record turned out, I'm happier with this than anything we've ever done. And and it by this point, where most bands probably have had a year plus to sit with their masters, most bands would probably, you know, uh, I don't know. I want to do this or that and there's really not much that I would ever, that I would want to change on this record.
0: That is refreshing to hear and probably the gap time out allowed you guys to be able to get along beautifully and you know, obviously, you know, to spend almost a year together after like not seeing anybody
1: at all, barely uh, is a testament
0: to you all.
1: And we got to learn a lot too like in the time, like in the times that we recorded Black Long After and Old Pride and then we going away to Will, I mean, we learned a lot recording with will and he taught us a lot how to do stuff and we took all of the stuff that we kind of learned over the last few years recording with him and kind of tried to apply it to the ideas of how we would Approach certain things, and it just it works. It works awesome. It was it was great.
0: Nice. As you said earlier, it's just a big cluster bomb in the world right now in terms of uh, trying to get gigs, and and you know hopefully we dig out from this and get to some kind of normalcy. I think the same thing with uh, the album release cycles. Uh, you know, Drift was yep. a late summer release. There used to be a period of time because of Europe, no albums came out between July 4th and Labor Day. Uh, almost very few, yep. or just you know they, things with low. Expectations, not you know, high, you know, high value records, the you know things with expectations. So uh, you know, it's yep. just really interesting. Everything is just kind of like dog piling on each other and a car pile totally, up on totally. each other. But hopefully, you know, I know you have this second leg on tap coming in November, starting in LA, which is awesome. I think you're going to be in uh, my home, my home base of San Francisco, at yeah. of the hills. So oh. try to catch you there. Is there anything uh, you guys like have a solid plan for 23 yet, or is it too soon to share? that stuff
1: um you know we don't have a have like a solid like stuff to share just yet like a solid plan to share just yet but um you know touring and all that stuff just it it has to be it has to look right for not only the band but us as individuals like we have to be able to um, not only take care of what we have to do on, on the road and everything else. We got to make sure our, you know, families at home are good and jobs are good. And, you know, I, years ago we leave for you know, eight to nine months out of the year and be on tour. And that was just it. That's just what we did. Um, and unfortunately, well, not necessarily unfortunately, but just times change, people change, life changes, people just have to do different things. And um, so like the times that we do get to tour, you know, we got to make them count. And, you know, right now it's just with the over flooding of everybody touring. It's like, we just want to make sure that when we're going to say Europe or doing you know, anything like that, that it just makes sense and we're able to really make the most out of it when we're there. So nothing, you know, on the horizon right now that's like, oh yeah, we're definitely doing this, but we got a bunch of ideas of what we want to do. I'm just trying to find the way to make it all fit
0: right on right on and, and i'm sure europe would love to have you back especially some of those big festivals amplified yeah, and hope things so. like that so yeah. yeah they would definitely love to to hear the band again just as we wrap this up i want to give you back your night you have some plans uh you know i know you oh, yeah, had no a, a, a electronic side project music uh thing yeah. you're doing you do a lot of other stuff what what else you know we're happy to link anything we can to share your stuff what else can you uh help promote or can we help promote you
1: oh yeah sure uh um, I, yeah so I make a lot of kind of like bass heavy music some techno stuff some kind of freeform you know left field based stuff a lot of like kind of break stuff like I do I do a lot of electronic stuff on you know as like another project as well called swan S U A H N. yeah i mean i do a bunch of that stuff i actually just put out a song today um funny enough but yeah it's uh it's pretty awesome to be able to do that too because i've always loved electronic music just never really had kind of the technical know-how for a long time of how to build it but i've been i started doing this actually when we were in the studio recording keep you so it's been almost 10 years now yeah so i do a lot of that kyle is in a another side band called um, Burial Waves. It's kind of like kind of big um, kind of like a band Rosetta kind of. Um, But yeah, it's like big, expansive kind of post-rock, alternative rock stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, we have some stuff going on too, but I think right now everybody's kind of all... Now that we have a record that's out, it's like, all right, cool. Let's just put our time and energy into making sure that we can get as drift as far as it can go.
0: Right on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna will something into existence. It's kind of ironic that you know your band has a new record out, and City of Caterpillar, <laughs> C- yeah, City of Caterpillar yeah, yeah. has a new record out right now at the same time. And both bands yeah. have had these very interesting circuitous routes to to new music and their futures from yeah. the beginning. So be fun to get you guys to tour together. at S- point I'm just wishing it oh, into existence yeah. for next year
1: would be a dream, man. I mean, they're definitely one one of my favorite bands in that era of music by far. I mean, hugely inspirational to, especially like kind of the old pride and lack long after era of our band, like hugely inspirational. And I can't wait. I haven't got a chance to hear the new record yet, but I'm really looking forward to listening to it. I've seen nothing but praise for it, so I'm, I'm really excited.
0: It's so good. Uh, I have
1: to yeah. <laughs> throw my endorsement. Yeah, I can't wait. It's, yeah, it's, man, I can't wait to hear it. Hell yeah.
0: Right on. Mike, man, thank you so much for hanging out with Ghost Call today. All the best of success out there. Be safe on the road. Thank you. Take care of yourselves. Absolutely. And uh, we'll see you as soon as possible, either, you know, out here or somewhere else in the world, man. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for having me, man. It really means a lot that you dig the record and spent any time with it. And just, yeah, can't thank you enough. I really appreciate the kind words. This has been another episode of the Ghost Colt Magazine Podcast.
0: Check us out at ghostcoatmag.com and follow our socials at Ghost Mag. Until the next time, peace.